a couple hours ago. Same. I watched it. I finished watching it on the train this morning. Wow. So, yeah. Had had you seen it before? I had a couple of times, but I never really retained anything from it. Hmm. So I thought, see, I thought I had seen it before, but I don't think I did. <laughs> I, I think I just like absorbed all the people telling me that it's like criminal underrated. And I like thought I saw it through that, but yeah, I don't think I ever did. I know I had the VHS when I was a kid, but I do remember not watching the VHS a lot. Mm-hmm. And I also... I know that one time I watched it drunk in college. As you do. <laughs> and that's about it. And I remember I was more interested in, like, the historical context of it. I think the historical context of it is, like, the most interesting thing yeah. about it. Um, so I had spent most of the time that I watched it drunk in college reading Wikipedia pages for the Romanoffs. And I'm not a Russian history expert, um, but I know it's different. <laughs> yeah. Um, a little different. So what I did between, uh, what I did after I finished watching it on the train is uh, <laughs> my uh, true cut crime comedy horror podcast that I like um, a couple months ago did a series on Rasputin. Just Rasputin? Yeah. Okay. So I listened to that for four hours today. Is he like an undead uh, sorcerer guy? Uh, No. But they talked (laughs) about the movie in it, and they were like, it's wonderful. (laughs) That's fair. I I do know he did die, like... By drowning in, like, icy water. I, that's, I think that's the only thing they got. No. No, he didn't? He, they threw his body in the icy water. So this is super Oh, he was already dead. Right, but. Fine. The way he died was super interesting. They were trying to kill him with uh, cyanide. Okay. Um, they had like put it into like cakes and wine and things because apparently he was he, he was a boozer. Uh, he really liked to drink. Um, mm. So they like put it in wine. They put it in cakes and things, and then uh, he didn't die. So then, like the people that so- were trying to assassinate him were like, "What's going on?" And then one guy was like, "You know what? Just shoot him." So he shot him, and, like, he screamed for a long time, and then they took him away, and while they were, like, getting ready to dispose of his body, he, like, came back to life. (laughs) Okay, so maybe he was, like, the representation in the movie. Right, but then they shot him in the head, and he was, uh, dead then. Okay. And I saw a picture of his corpse on his Wikipedia page. Uh, How'd he look? Uh, not bad. He looks like he did in the movie. Uh, okay. Movie, they, they, he does look the way he looked, I think. Okay. Uh, so they got something, right? Yeah. He's he's a spooky looking guy. And, um... Yeah. The last thing... They had planned to, like, weigh his body down so it just, like, sunk and then, like, deteriorated in the ocean. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. So then his body just washed up on the shore. 
that's so much more interesting than like what happened in this movie. Well, if what happened in but, the movie actually happened, like he came back from the dead, that would be super interesting. It kind of just based on this. It kind of sounds like he did do that. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> He's immortal or undead, or I don't know what he. I don't really understand what he is. <sighs> He's a sorcerer. In this movie, yeah, I guess. He is, okay. Which is kind of what people have come to know him as. Hmm. Um. But one of the other things that I thought was uh, interesting was the whole party thing, where he's like, "You'll be cursed." Um didn't actually happen that way. How did it happen? Um, so when he showed up to that party, um, there was a guy that was like vying for prime minister or something that didn't like him. He was a really polarizing figure in his day. Okay. Um, And he was like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I have to be here. I'm a priest, which he wasn't. Um, but like, he liked telling people that he was, um, because it would help him have sex and get drunk and all those things. Um, he had sex with a lot of people too. Um, and nice. (laughs) I like him now. (laughs) Um, and then like the guy was like, no, you need to leave. And then he like just stared at him for like 10 minutes saying, no, you're leaving and just stared at him. And then the guy didn't leave. And then he's like, okay, I'm leaving. (laughs) And, like... Man, I wish they did... I really do, like, this is so much more interesting than what they did. It's super interesting, and, like... But, like, so, like, the invasion that, like, the Romanovs were eventually killed in Mm -hmm. wasn't uh, that night, either. That happened two years after Rasputin died. Okay, well, that's just for for movie universe purposes, I guess, but... Although... It all gotta happen in an hour and a half. What I read was they originally wanted the villain to be Lenin. And why didn't they do that? Uh, They didn't want to get political. (laughs) That's really funny. What baffles me about this movie, though, is just who thought it was a good idea to make this at all like i think the premise alone is kind of a bad idea oh yeah it's like the way it's the way it comes out in the end like you know some people like it some people don't but it's a bad idea i in my opinion like why pick the (laughs) russian history is like so dark and dense it's so and ugly. bad why would you make a musical a disney musical out of it well i think I guess a good place to start is, did did you like it? What did um, you think of it in general? Overall, no. Okay. But there are things I liked about it. There were things that happened in it that I was like, okay. Um, I don't, it wasn't like horrible. It wasn't the worst right. thing I've ever seen. But I think overall it was like pretty not great. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. And not like, you know, not, it's not like a, new favorite movie or something. And there was a lot of things that I thought were really weird and strange and that I didn't necessarily like about it. But like, I thought that like it was generally, excuse me, it was an enjoyable hour and a half. And like, it like, it was 
dark enough that I enjoyed it. And like, I liked the art style and I kind of liked some of the realism of it, I guess too. Not that he was an undead person coming mm-hmm. back to seek revenge, but like, I thought that in general, the fact that like Dimitri's a con artist, there's some things in there that were like weird and rushed and things. But I generally liked it, and I think that the fact that it was such a weird premise is part of what makes it work. That's because I I feel like the premise is so out there that it almost feels like a parody of a Disney movie, which it's it's a knockoff Disney movie. Like it's um yeah, it it's very it's it's the poor man's Disney movie, I guess. But um, I think it's not well done enough uh, to justify the <laughs> the idea. It's also like funny, not just historical context in terms of like the actual content, but like the production of this movie. Don Bluth was not doing well, and he like he had had some successes not too long ago, but he was starting to fall off the wagon. His movies weren't making a lot of money. So he was like, fuck it. I'm going to make a Disney movie. And he did. And it feels like that. Cause it's like, it seems super rushed and super like, yeah, all over the place. And there's a lot of, through. there's a lot of plot points that I was just like, how do we get here again? Oh my God. The first 10 minutes of the movie, I was so confused. Like, so much happened at once. Just the yeah. exposition of, like, why are they running and, like, who's attacking who? And I, I also I also didn't realize that she, like, got amnesia because she hit her head. I thought yeah, they were trying... The like, I, I didn't like, notice... I assumed she must have, and that must have been it, because I didn't go back and check, but I was like, why can't she remember anything? Also, the actual uh, Anastasia, when she died, was 13, not 8. So, another <laughs> historical inaccuracy. Um, and arguably, her story is more interesting. It's sadder, but it's more interesting. That is sad. Yeah. Um can I tell the Anastasia story? What actually happened yeah. to this. Please do. So, um, so they took the Romanoffs. They, they like kidnapped the whole family first, all like eight of them, I think. They took them to a different place and then uh, they were trying to decide what to do with them. And then they told uh, the czar uh, Alexander, I think, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, it's either he, no, Nicholas, his wife no. was Alexandra. Um, oh, I'm mixed. Yeah, something like that. But like, so they tell him, okay, it's been decided that we're going to shoot you. Um, and he says, what? And then they shot him. And what was his last word? Um, they shot him, they shot his wife. And then they waited a little bit and then they went to shoot the kids. But they had like, jewels sewn into their clothes so that they could like smuggle them out for when this thing was happening with world war one. Cause they knew that this was mm-hmm. bound to happen. Um, so the jewels created something like a bulletproof vest that like, wow. which I'm sure still hurt. <laughs> Not like, I can't, what kind of jewels were they? I, I feel like there has to be something else. 
that I, was just, I just think it. it was a shitload and That's like thick impressive. clothing or whatever. It was Russia. Um, <laughs> it was Russia. And then everyone's wearing bulletproof jewel vests. Yeah. So that, well, no, they're just wearing thick clothes and they yeah. just happen to have <laughs> diamonds in them. Yeah. Um, so then when that didn't work, they stabbed all the children to death. Uh, including Anastasia, who was 13. Um, And then they went to dissolve the bodies with sulfuric acid. Hmm. So. Yeah. See where that wouldn't fit. I kind of want that to be (laughs) a movie, but. um, Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be in this universe, but I could see this becoming like. I mean, this this could have just been some random girl still that's just similar enough that the grandma's like yeah it's her and she's just in denial how fucking sad would that be though if this this whole movie was the same except she wasn't the princess the girl did die the first time around and she's just like a very delusional hopeless sad orphan that's true (laughs) It, it might be a more compelling they're animated i mean whatever I don't know if this makes me a sociopath, but I think that I'm less sympathetic to animated characters than I am to when they're played by people. Um, that's fair, I guess. I think <laughs> part of because they're not real, but I think part of it also is that the, the funny thing about this animation is that at times it's beautiful, and then sometimes their faces are a little wrong, especially Dimitri. The amount yeah. of times we're like... Going in different directions. Like, they don't really, they kind of look like robots, but like realistic humanoid robots. That was one of the gripes I had with the movie, was the animation is really stilted. Mm-hmm. Where, like, like you said, sometimes it's beautiful. I thought, I thought Anastasia was beautiful the whole time, but the rest of them all look a little weird. They do. Um, and even Anastasia, like, it's the design of her isn't the problem, but, like, when she moved, like, every time she did, like, a dance or, like, spun around, it looked a little clunky. Yeah. Um, and there was also some weird stuff that was, like, 3D thrown in there, too. Like, 3D anime. Yes. The Pegasus horse. I was, the like... The Pegasus was so out of place. It was so bad. And I was just, like... <laughs> But then at the same time, there's the scene that I actually think was pretty well done where she's having like a memory and people start dancing out of the walls. I think that was like pretty good. Yeah. Um, I, I think the problem is that like they got the backdrops down really yeah. well, but then like for the foreground, they were like, ah, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought I thought that the general design of everyone was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really liked uh, Rasputin because he he does like the way he looked. The way he looked because it it is menacing and like if you Google a picture of Rasputin, he it, you know it's not him to a T, but it, it's accurate. And I'm like, yeah. oh shit! And like, I think Dimitri was like. He didn't necessarily look like a Disney prince, but he looked like a Disney prince. He looked like a cheap Disney prince. <laughs> he, looked, I, <laughs> he looked like a, a Halloween costume of a Disney prince. Um, he's opinion. the insane clown posse version of a Disney prince. <laughs> um, 
but yeah. Sorry, continue. Oh, I don't know. And I thought, I thought like all those big ballroom scenes and like the design of like the, uh, of the old palace and things. I thought that all those were like beautiful. And I, I feel like there was some like blending of styles there that worked where like when he's looking at, when they're showing the painting of like young Anastasia that like, Mm -hmm. I think that like it is a different enough style, but like they fit well with each other. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was pretty good. But yeah, I I think there were there was too much like not just with the designs but like tone and I had the same problem with um like Mulan yeah where where I felt like they there were like jarring shifts between like trying to be funny and trying to be serious and it was kind of like they didn't really do either that well I also like that they do the thing that not just it, all Disney movies do this, but also a lot of other movies do this where, um, it takes place. It's an American movie that takes place in a different country. So everyone has an accent except for the protagonist, like the, and the love interest. And they, they're just like standard American accent. That was a thing that I was thinking was strange because like, even when there's the scene of the grandma, talking to the fake Anastasia, she has this thick Russian accent, and you're just like, wouldn't she know by the voice Anastasia didn't have a Russian accent? I also like that some of the Russian accents sounded not like Russian accents, yeah. and they sounded uh, kind of like a, like someone doing a bad imitation of what they think a Russian accent sounds like. Like, I don't know exactly what a Russian accent is supposed to sound like, but everyone sounds a little different. They're all just, like, vaguely Eastern European. Yeah. They're like, oh, I don't know. It's Europe. Like, just whatever. Whatever you can do. Yeah. I I did, like, I noticed that a lot of, um, a lot of movies, like, for kids do this, I think. Not just Disney. Like, because they want their main characters to be relatable to American... I I rewatched, um, Matilda recently, and... I noticed it's it's a British book. It's it, like and right. it takes it. You know, it, they made it in America, so it takes place in America now. Everyone has an American accent, but the villain is still British. Uh-huh. <laughs> like that's the only thing. That's the only person that didn't become an American. Which is like, come on, guys. Uh, who plays? <laughs> doesn't Danny DeVito play the villain? Danny DeVito plays one of the villains. The, like, main villain, the Miss Trenchville, is British. Oh. But Danny DeVito plays uh, her dad, and he's great in it. <laughs> um, I think part of that comes from, uh, at least in a villain- villainy term, is it's easy to make someone sound evil and British when you're that's, an American. That's true. When you, like, The Lion King does that, where... The um, Lion King does that, Aladdin kind of does that. <laughs> um, is Jafar British? Yeah. No, not... He, I don't remember if he's British or he just has, like, some kind of... Accent. Ac- like, vague accent. Yeah, it's probably British, because Americans needed to be like, <laughs> I know what he's saying. Yeah. But yeah, they gotta, they gotta like other the the villain or the. But I mean, to Anastasia's credit, it's not just the villain that has an accent. It's like everyone 
even the good guys do, except for the two leads. I'm trying to remember. Did so. Here's a problem I had with Rasputin in this movie: is he is the villain, but like he doesn't really do a whole lot. No, and he's I really think, in the backseat. I was thinking about this. If they cut him out entirely, this all of the scenes, nothing would change. Movie. Yeah. Because there's a point where it kind of feels like it's going to end. Like, uh, she talks to the grandma, like, everyone reconciles, it's going to be okay. And then I looked and I was like, there's 20 minutes left. What is Rasputin going to do? Like, like I, it felt like everything ended and they were like, shit, we gotta, we have a villain, he has nothing to do. We gotta just, like, wrap that up quickly. Yeah. It just... It seemed like he had really no place, and I don't really understand his his life in um, this in the context of this movie. In the context of the movie, it doesn't really they they get him right to some extent where um, he wanted power, and mm-hmm. not that he really wanted power to do anything, um, because in real life he was close with the Romanovs. Um, yeah, he was like. Tight with them. Yeah. Well, he was tight with um, the one son who had hemophilia. Um, and mm-hmm. the and the queen, uh, Mrs. Romanoff. Because Alexandra, is it Alex? I think it's Alexandra. Um, for the sake of this, Mrs. Romanoff, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, he was close with them, but because he was a polarizing figure... Uh, Mr. Romanoff didn't like him. Um, <laughs> Mr. Romanoff. But, but he, like, he, like, was able to, like, calm the son's hemophilia down. So they yeah. kept him around. Um, and, like, he liked having the political influence, but he didn't necessarily want to push, like, any specific policies or anything. Besides, mm-hmm. um, he was against World War One. Okay. He was like, uh, we shouldn't have World War One because he was from Siberia and it was all like peasants. So he was just like, I know you're just going to send peasants to fight in the war and I don't want my people going. So like kind of a righteous guy in that sense. Okay. Um, Respect. But, like, the thing that happened in this where he's just like, I wanted to be at the party, and they're like, no, and he's... <laughs> it happened so fast. Yeah. Like, really fast, and I, I didn't, because of that, I, like, couldn't get, but I didn't understand anything that was going on with him. Yeah. And he's, he, you know, to some extent, he is just evil for evil's sake, which is the classic Disney thing. They, this, this is another, like... This isn't a Disney movie, but uh, Don Bluth was so set on making it a Disney movie that he just did the Disney movie checklist. And even if it didn't make sense, like you don't have to follow the rules. You're you, you're in a different studio. Yeah. But he did because they made money, and it was the late nineties. Yeah, and they had all an all star cast. <laughs> Meg Ryan, uh, uh, Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd is very funny in this movie. Yeah. I think. Um, um, and what's his Lansbury. name? Yeah. Um, Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria yeah. is great. I yeah. the whole time. Although I kept thinking, 
the voice was very similar to John Mulaney's J.J. Bittenbinder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? I don't know. And, like, I don't know. So, like, that aspect, that aspect of Rasputin was fun. I, Bartok. On the subject of Rasputin, I love and hate his song at the same time. I think it's the best song in the movie, but also the worst song in the movie. Well, it's kind of... Simultaneously. It was kind of bad, but, like, in a fun, bad sort of way. It's so... Like, it's really poorly written. Like, the lyrics are don't make any sense. He's, like, speak singing it the whole time. The instrumentals are kind of dope. Like, it sounds kind of cool. Um, but then, but then, like, it's this creepy dude with a long beard singing with, like, the cutest dancing bugs. And, like, everything about that scene is a little wrong, and I kind of enjoyed it, but I was like, this is awful. (laughs) I need to rewatch that. This is a good idea. Um, He's he's surrounded by, like, little bugs with, like, big Disney eyes. I'm like, why why did you do this? You didn't have to make them bugs. They could have been, like, little demons or something. And there are some demons in this, and they're all kind of dope. I thought that, like, that aspect of the animation was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard the uh, green thing he wears or carries, whatever it is, described as a giant green dildo of e- evil. Um, so yes. that's what I'm thinking of it as now, forever. Great. Um, and I thought I thought Bartok was good. I liked him. Who is that again? The the white bat. Oh, the white bat. I don't think we needed him. <laughs> Oh, I, no, we didn't, but he was fun. I liked him oh, a lot. <laughs> he, also, he also had the most annoying accent in the movie. Well, like the, I thought he sounded like J.J. Bittenbinder. Yeah, yeah, he, he kind of did. Um, it was, I I don't know, like, it was so all over the place. What was, yeah. what was the other thing? Um, uh, back to the songs, though. They Did were, you like any of them? <laughs> I didn't like any. I didn't hate any. They were all kind of yeah. unoffensive. They were, they had, they were kind of the bland Disney songs. Like, I think Once Upon a December is okay. The rest of them are not, not great. Yeah, nothing. They, they range from, like, kind of bad to, like, unmemorable. Yeah, they just, they didn't have anything that stuck out, which mm-hmm. I know that this is on Broadway now. Yeah. And I wonder how many of the songs they kept and how many new songs they had to write, because what I've heard is it's very good. Oh, okay. I have heard nothing. I haven't seen any kind of anything about it. The The little bit I've heard, it's really good. I think that what I hear may be a little biased because I used to be friends with a guy that's dating one of the Anastasias in a touring production of it. Okay. So I see him sharing stuff about her playing <laughs> Anastasia all the time. I mean, I'm sure I, I, 
I would be surprised if it was like a disaster because there are things in this that are like very built for like a big theatrical yeah. production. Um, like I could see this working on Broadway. I just think the premise is so stupid. <laughs> like, yeah, it kind of is. It's so weird. Although I, I think there's some truth to it where I do think one woman escaped and, um, she had said she had like placed a reward out for Anastasia and there were people that claimed to be her. Okay. I think that like, that's sort of the premise, but like, it's been widely debunked that none of the women that came forward were actually Anastasia, even though some claimed it until. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I think they, I could see this doing really well in an, in a, like Broadway production. I mean, it is doing well. I think it's still going like it's yeah. making money as far as I, I can tell. But like if they tweaked it, like if they fixed it a bit and maybe they did, I don't know. I could see this being very good. Yeah. And Cause, like, like there are things in this movie that are like, if you just like, if you just fix this part a little bit, it like ju- it just needed tweaking. Yeah. Cause oh, even- I think it needed a lot of tweaking though. Yeah. But like, <laughs> But even a lot of tweaking is still just tweaking. Yeah. And they had, I don't know when it hit Broadway, but this was a 1997 movie. And I think that it was within the past three years. So they had about 20 years to work on it. (laughs) To fix it. (laughs) So, Um, you know, I don't know, maybe, hopefully. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's it's also funny that, like, um they weren't really rushing to put this on Broadway. Like it has been like, um, the lion King and frozen. It did not take long yeah. for them to put them on Broadway after the, the movies came out. But with Anastasia, they were like, eh, let's let I it. Guess. Like, <laughs> but like can... you, you had said now it does have kind of like a, excuse me, um, a cult following and like some critical respect where people will say it's underrated. I have a friend who, like, insists that it's a masterpiece, and I don't see it. <laughs> like, I I don't see it, but I understand why. I don't really understand why. I, I think because it hits all the notes that a Disney movie hits, but it's not one, and it's not popular, so it's easy to claim that it is. Oh, so she's a hipster. That's... Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's going to hate this. <laughs> <laughs> Does she listen? No. (laughs) Actually, she probably, maybe. I'll tell her, too. But, um... Uh, um, (laughs) But it's, it's like... It's one of the movies that, like, some people think is a Disney... But at the same time, like, if it hits all the notes that a Disney movie... Why don't you just watch a better version of this? Like, Beauty and the Beast, or... Because it's not as hip. (laughs) 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 The... I, I, if I was, like, coming down to watch a Disney Disney movie, and this... Well, this is now technically a Disney movie. Uh, what? They bought the rights. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to own everything. Um, oh, which scares me at another level, but anyway. <laughs> but, um... I, I think that I would be like, yeah, let's watch this one, because then I could spew all my random Rasputin bullshit and be Just like... Just for the, um, the, the fact-dropping? The, the fact-dropping, the credibility, you know, the sense that you could be like, yeah, it's not like 
a go-to pick, but like, yeah, it's it's still good. I, but you don't I, like it. So. I don't like it. <laughs> I feel like there's something I'm missing. There's something that I didn't see in this. I I kind of feel the same way about this as I do about like Pocahontas, where except I kind of think Pocahontas is better, which is like weird of me to say because I also don't like Pocahontas. It's been too long since I've seen Pocahontas to accurately comment. Where like it's it's a bad idea. Yeah. Super melodramatic. Kind of tries to be funny. Doesn't really do it that well. Um. It's, it, I mean, Pocahontas is bad because the message is so botched, and um, but at the same time, like, it kind of had, like, a direction and an identity, and I feel like Anastasia doesn't. Yeah, I mean... And music isn't as good. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of a simple, shitty love story. Yeah. You know, when Even when she's like, you didn't take the money, I'm like, yeah, of course he didn't. You know, this is... <laughs> the way it goes. I did think it was funny though, that like she found out she's a princess. She, everything's great. She meets her grandma for the first time in years. She's like finally home. That's what she wanted. And then she just bounces immediately and elopes. Yeah. (laughs) They say the word, the word they use is elope. That's not usually something that the Royals are going to be like, yay. Yeah. Go ahead. But most of the Royals are dead. A commoner. Like maybe they were really woke. But, like, she didn't have to run away and elope. She could have, like... Just been like, hey, I like this guy. And Like, uh, girl, you, you have money. <laughs> you should, like... Take advantage him, of that. Take him to the castle. Don't, like, go... On the boat. It, well, she said so... she doesn't like all the glitz and glamour. Yeah, but, but, but that's not... A, I thought it wasn't about that. I thought it was about, like, finding her home and her family and where she grew up. No, it was about just finding out who she was. Oh. (laughs) And then the second she found that out, she was like, great, thank you. (laughs) Thanks, bye. (laughs) I would would also be kind of offended if I were the grandma that I was like, I've been searching for you. I've been, my heart's been broken time and time again. I finally found you. I'm so happy we're reunited. I'm old. I'm going to die soon. And you leave. (laughs) She gives her seal of approval where she's like, Oh, you know, maybe this isn't for you. Mm. And then she's like, you're right, Grandma. Peace. And then I the Grandma's like, it's the start of a new beginning. That's the part I had to suspend my disbelief for the most. <laughs> That's the only part I didn't believe. Where the Grandma's like, maybe you don't like this. <laughs> but, yeah. I don't know. Um... Yeah, I mean, you know, it was kind of a bullshit thing, and it's really simple, but, like, I don't know if I've ever seen a Meg Ryan movie, to be totally honest, but this is no, kind you of... have. But, but this is kind of how I imagine most Meg Ryan movies go. That's true. Like, this is kind of just a reg- Meg Ryan movie. But animated. But animated. Um, and it's... That was... This is 1997, so Meg Ryan... I think they were probably like, thinking, like... At the end of the day, like it's a it's a Russian historical drama, but like it's also a Meg Ryan romantic comedy, so we gotta get Meg Ryan to play Anastasia. Well, one of the things uh, I'd read was Meg Ryan didn't want to do the movie, and then they were like, uh, "Oh, let's animate 
some of her lines from Sleepless in Seattle. And really? Her. Yeah, so that's what they did, and then... That's kind of funny. She was like, I'll do it, so... Why did she not want to do it, just based on the premise? Yeah, I don't know. It just said she didn't want to do it. That's all I know. <laughs> didn't feel like it. He's like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> um, who was, Someone else was upset with, like... A couple people were upset with, like, the way their characters were drawn, which I thought who, was Like, the... What people, like, the actors? The actors, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I think that most of the people involved in this um, are dead. Uh, yeah. No, I know. But I thought you meant, like, other people involved in the production. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it'd be great if it the real Anastasia came out of the woodwork and was like, uh... This is the movie that finally took her out of the orphanage. I'm still alive. Yeah. That bulletproof vest of jewels worked. I've been hiding, waiting for an animated movie, and here it is. (laughs) What if if that's the whole reason this exists? Because, uh... (laughs) To coax her out of hiding? Yeah. Okay. Um, Kelsey Grammer didn't like the way Vladimir looked. Why? Um, he felt that his character looked too cartoonish, uh, next to the realistic-looking Dimitri and Anastasia. That's the... Okay, and, I, uh, I think Kelsey Grammer looks kind of... Like, Kelsey Grammer is a handsome guy, but he he looks a little cartoonish. <laughs> he does! Shots at Kelsey Grammer. I love Kelsey Grammer, but someone... I And the other podcast I was listening to um, at the Dungeons and Dragons podcast, someone created an orc and described him as Orc Frasier. And, and I realized, like, how orc-like his features are. Like, he's, he's like, a, <laughs> he is, like, very uh, uh, boxy kind yeah. of dude. I don't know. It'd it's be animated. a cartoon yeah. character. Yeah. Hmm? Um, the other one was um, Bernadette Peters, I think. Who was she in this? I think she was the, I don't know what to describe her as. Like, the the Empress's thing <laughs> person. The, like, the girl that's the recruiter. <laughs> the, wait, the, um, the, the, the one from, like the beginning wait what did she do like the one that was like oh hey what's your grandpa's name how did you escape oh that was bernadette peters i think i didn't even notice but she was upset that her character was a larger woman because she was like especially fit at the time (laughs) that's really stupid. <laughs> and that also bothers me that, like, the joke was that um, uh, Vladimir's talking about, like, how she's, like, the most beautiful woman in the world, and he's so excited to see her, and they meet her, and she's just, like, kind of big, and they're like, hmm? Like, they, they don't say anything, but they kind of look at her like, this is her? I'm like, she looks great! How dare you? I mean, uh, to be honest, uh, it- <laughs> 
I guess that is sort of a joke, but I do think there is, like, some actual, like, attraction between them. And I do think that, like, her character was, like, a good-looking She was, like, I, I think, I think the, she was, uh, not, like, a, a little stick thing, like, Anastasia, but, like, she was hot. Yeah, she was babe. Yeah. <laughs> um. She got curves, man. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know what Bernadette Peters looks like. She's hot. <laughs> I guess. I don't know what but she's done. She's done a lot of stuff. She's like a mostly like Broadway person. Yeah, right? mostly Broadway. Yeah. Mostly musicals. Yeah. She's won two Tonys. Yeah. And four Broadway cast albums that she starred in have won Grammys. That's she's cool. doing good. She's living the life. Um... But yeah, they were both upset with their characters. That's that's silly. Um, I don't know. I mean, as an actor, don't you have to know that like animated characters aren't supposed to be you? <laughs> I, I'm I'm actually surprised it's not a complaint that happens more often. Maybe it is. We just don't hear about it. Yeah, I guess. Like if it's a character that's like based on your likeness, sure. Like I could see that. But this is like this is literally based on a person. <laughs> like that isn't you. I want Billy Crystal to come out and complain about the way he's animated as Mike Wazowski. That's that's all I want now. I have two eyes. I'm not shaped like that. <laughs> I'm not green. I don't know what this, this is. Bible. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I thought that was. But to be fair, on Kelsey Grammer's part, I do think he looked more cartoonish next to the two of them. His character. Yes. But even so, like, the two of them also look a little off. Like, they look yeah. a little non-human. I, I, I think, well, we went over this. I think Anastasia generally is, like, pretty solid throughout, but there are moments that Dimitri, uh, played by John Cusack, uh, right, right. Rob Gordon. <laughs> um, Our other best friend. <laughs> was, uh, there were just moments that, like, he kind of looks like he's kind of got, like, a, like a like a stink eye sort of yeah. face on. They tried to make him like sassy yeah. and it didn't work. <laughs> um, I like to think that Dimitri grew up into Rob Gordon. I see it. Yeah. He's, he's kind of a little shit. Yeah. He's a con artist. Yeah. Anastasia gets killed then and then <laughs> he grows up to Rob Gordon. And that's <laughs> why... Kidding. That's why he's the one who kills her. <laughs> that wouldn't be a surprise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I thought, yeah, I don't know what I thought of the movie. It was, it was fine. It was fun. I don't, I don't think, I think I would avoid it in the future. Like, I, I can't think of any particular reason to hate it. Like, it's not hateable. But there was just nothing in it that I liked that much. Um, I don't think I would lean into it, but I wouldn't, like, I don't know. I wouldn't, like, be angry if someone put it on. I, I might be annoyed. I might, <laughs> I might be like, let's watch a better version of this. <laughs> like um, Beauty and the Beast or literally any other Disney <laughs> movie. I would tell people within the first five minutes what actually happened to the Romanovs. 
Mm-hmm. Um, That's kind of a bummer, but I think it's more interesting with that context. I, I think it's good that they know that they're watching lies. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a really good thing to do with your friends before you watch anything. <laughs> just like, <laughs> just so you know, this isn't actually what happened. That's like what I do with uh, stuff about like shit shows of productions because I think they're funny just, and people like, are like, no. Each other. <laughs> My friend never forgave me because I told her that, um, you know, that kids movie Milo and Otis about like, it's like, it's not animated. It's like uh, where they use like a real cat and dog and they like go on an adventure and it kind of. I they, don't know if I've even heard of that. Well, I, I, I told her that, like, several cats died during the making oh, of it, shit. and she never forgave me. She's, I think terrible. she's still mad about it. Um, it was, like, such a childhood film for her. I, I'm a monster. I don't have any terrible things I normally tell people before movies. <laughs> <laughs> I, in my defense, I kind of thought she knew, but... <laughs> but no, not really. Ugh. Um... I wish I had terrible facts I could just lay on anyone before any movie. Oh, it's so fun being that guy sometimes. Just like, but it's also it's a blessing and a curse. Just like you put on Toy Story. Like, how many of your toys do you still play with? <laughs> just being an asshole. They, they, your toys actually went to the incinerator. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll do that from now on. Mm-hmm. Ruin it's everything. a really good idea. Yeah. Um... um Oh, I forgot to mention one thing. The This is, like, the third or fourth time this has happened with, like, a movie that we watched for this specifically, um, where the end credits song is, like, the worst thing I've ever heard. I stopped listening as soon it's, as I hit the credits. <laughs> I was, like, about to stop. Like, once it got to the credits, I was about to stop it, and then I was like, what the fuck? What is this? <laughs> I hate it so much. Oh, I should go back and listen before I delete it um I don't, this was like a thing a lot of 90s movies did i guess yeah where you would like hastily write a shitty pop duet well yeah you need something in there i know but just play like an instrumental version of a song you already did don't or <laughs> they get a pop star Donna to sing Lewis. it that's what the, or get a pop star to sing it they got donna lewis to sing it um, and she sings another, one of the most annoying songs, in my opinion, that song that's like, I love you always, forever, near and far. I hate that song so much. <laughs> but you know <laughs> it better that. than I do. So. She did that too. It gets in your head. Yeah. So Donald Lewis is responsible for two songs I can't stand. What's now. the other one? The, the one at the end credits. Wait, wait, hold on. What's the song? She sings that song "I Love You Always Forever" near and it's like a pop. It's like a one-hit wonder, and then the song at the end credits, Um, which I I don't want to think about. The way you did it there, I'm like that could have been a song in this movie. (laughs) Probably could have been. Yeah. Um, Same shit. Oh, I think I know the song you're talking about now. Actually, I think you would know it if you heard it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's the move. One thing I thought was weird, I wanted to mention. Um, there are, like, four songs within, like, the first five minutes of this, it felt like. Yeah, I, it kind of felt like, I mean, the, within the actual, like, the exposition part, 
it was kind of like they didn't really put in songs. But then, like, the second they did, it was kind of like, oh, Five what? And then they would put, like, a bunch of them in a row. Yeah. I thought that was weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they, the songs weren't very good. No. They, they, they were serviceable. They did their job. Mm-hmm. Not great. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I want to know what a dowager empress is, but... Uh, I don't know the terms. I did like, um, just to nod to the animation, I I think I'm just like a sucker for uh, action scenes that take place on a moving train. Like, I that's like my shit. <laughs> I love when that happens. So that scene, I was kind of like, hell yeah. <laughs> but it was short and kind of pointless. <laughs> Um, I liked the boat scene. I liked when she was oh, yeah. going to jump. That was cool. That that was very cool. I, I thought that was really good. I thought it was, like, lazy writing, but the animation I thought was nice. Yeah. Um, and there's a sequel to this. A sequel? Yeah. Um, like, to this movie? Bartok got his own movie. I don't like that at all. <laughs> um, I think it's called Bartok's Adventure. Who asked for that? Like, who was the um, focus group they interviewed? It's Bartok the Magnificent was released in 1999. Mm-mm. Um, Hank Azaria and Kelsey Grammer are the only... Oh, Kelsey Grammer didn't even do his original character. He just came back. Brought Kelsey Grammer back to play someone else. Play someone else. Um, I like the idea that like Kelsey Grammer was like, "I'll do the sequel, but like you gotta make me a different looking person." <laughs> and it looks even less like him. <laughs> that would make my day. Um, I'm gonna assume that he's also playing an anthropomorphized animal because his character is listed as Zazi. <laughs> I would assume so, just based on a name. Like, was this like a straight to VHS thing? Probably. That sounds like it. Um, but it's also got Tim Curry, Jennifer Tilly, uh, Catherine O'Hara, and Andrea Martin. Andrea that's, Martin. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I mean, Tim Curry has made a lot of questionable decisions in his career, though. I don't know. Maybe this movie is a masterpiece. I just don't think it's a good idea. Yeah. I, th- I think Tim Curry's generally okay in just about anything he does, though. Yeah, no, I, I love him, but he's he's been in things that I don't think were great. That's um, true. Uh, because he's so good, he can, like... Do just, whatever. He can just do whatever, and it doesn't matter. He's um, gotta get paid sometimes, though. Yeah. Everyone's gotta get... That's what I've realized, like, a lot of actors in bad movies are. So it's just people that... <laughs> they just money. want money. Yeah. Um, I did see a funny interview with uh, David Cross because he was in uh, the Alvin and the Chipmunks right. movies. And in the interview, he said, like, <laughs> he said something like filming the third movie in that series was the worst experience of my professional life. But it for my summer home. You get that cheddar. Do, do what you got to do. I want to be like successful enough. I want to, like, kind of hit that Louis C.K. level of success. Where, like, I could have my own TV show where I do whatever I want. 
Yeah. But then I also want to do a shitty animated movie that will make me a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the dream. That's the dream. The goal. Mm-hmm. And Kelsey Grammer found his uh, saga with Anastasia. I guess so. He's done Broadway stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. I... I saw him in person once at a Broadway event, so I feel like he must have. But he he could be an Anastasia on Broadway, reprise his role, or play Dimitri. I'd be down. That would that. that sounds like a nightmare for him having to like be that character, but IRL. <laughs> he would. It would just be the whole time. This is what I actually look like. <laughs> oh man! But yeah. Um, so sad. Do you have anything else you want to add? Um, I, I no, I, I didn't, I didn't like it. <laughs> that's, that's my main it's fair. point. Okay. Heart don't fail me now. Courage don't desert me. Don't turn back now that we're here. Full of choices no one ever mentions fear.